0: In three, two, one, action! Hey,
1: Justin, thanks for the countdown, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, welcome to the weekday. It's episode fifty-something. We've got beatbox Michael Winslow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that
1: was close to McDonald's. the McDonald's. Well,
2: it's like the police siren?
1: Oh, he does that. <laughs> <The
2: Yeah>. Creeps!
1: <laughs> uh, I'm Andy. I'm the digital pastor. I'm
2: uh, Mike. Yeah,
1: that's Mike. Hi, Mike. What do you do here?
2: My direct worship. <laughs> a direct worship. I'm, You're a direct mailer. I I direct the worship. It's true.
0: He does. Yeah. I expected a lot more for some reason. Sorry, yeah, I know. And <laughs> that, most people do. And that over there is
1: Justin Deal on the Wheels hey. of Steel. There's Justin. What the official title is? What video? Um, video
0: coordinator,
1: I think. Digital coordinator. That's, that's, that's at least what go guy. by. I don't know. That's video what I put on guy. the
0: on the lower third. So
1: video guy, which appears <laughs> video guy. right there, right, yeah. yeah, right. It appears right it, there. Over somewhere. there, it Ooh, yeah. Well, yeah, the, cool. I'm, yeah, I'm just adding more work for you, Justin. Post.
0: <laughs> <Have fun>. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be jumping all around. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for joining us on episode fifty something of the weekday. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, the first thing, however, before we kick off everything, I'm surprised Kristen's on Facetime. I she right will now. eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um, is we have entered the season known as. The beginning of the holiday season. Okay. It's honestly like the most wonderful time of the year. I can't stop talking about the weather right yeah. now. because it yeah, feels great. Yeah, it's finally loosened up. But uh, I need to, we need to do a ranking real quick. Top okay. five, a five to one ranking.
2: Mount Rushmore, as they call a it. Mount yeah. Rushmore
1: mm-hmm. of. Of seasons? Pre-Christmas oh. snacks. Because there's, there's a po- there's like a Christmas snack, like a holiday theme but the pre-Thanksgiving oh, sort I got, of- I got it. Hold on, well, and the reason I'm saying this, I'm going to walk off camera real quick, okay. mm. and I'm going to go get mine, because- I know where this is going. Oh, do
0: you know where this is I going? I know exactly where this I, is going. What is,
1: what's he doing?
0: My <laughs> mouth is watering.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Made Ooh. puppy chow. Yes! <laughs> that's what there's in that cup? Yeah! Did you realize that was in that cup? I didn't! Oh, yeah, that's puppy chow. I love so, puppy chow! So, <laughs> so that's why- uh yeah! they were t- we were talking about it this morning and the whoa i know it's good right um and i was telling them about Remember the the next door neighbors i probably shouldn't release their name uh the one who worked for nabisco diana <laughs> yes who <laughs> that you was were, his
2: name <laughs> you were good friends
1: you were very good friends with the eldest son of them yes um I mean the dad David. the dad worked for nabisco and so he routine he was like a I, I don't know what he did for them anyway he routinely got a bunch of boxes of nabisco things and he, they would make puppy chow but with chocolate checks and oreo cookies <gasps> and Sounds amazing it was delish and so i wanted to do because there's two separate holiday treat i don't categories. know if i can
2: do a top five
1: i can do a top five all right go for it uh number number this would be number two for me
2: what's wow. number one uh, we'll get to that oh, in
1: okay. a minute. Oh, that tease. So, five to one. Justin, you you routine, you like sweet things. I love sweet things. And this is, not, he is this a sweet is thing. Not, aw, <laughs> and he's eating his puppy chow. Look at that. It's right over there, too. Um, I just built them on the desk. Sorry. Um, mm. Five to one. Let's start with number five. Pre-Thanksgiving
2: snacks. I didn't know we were doing this. I otherwise know. I would have.
1: You, you prepped for the other thing. You didn't right. prep for this. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> I can go number five m ms which are in here that's a pre yeah but it's like a halloween snack okay. if you think right. about it keep going keep going number four i'm gonna probably say like a pumpkin bread
2: okay yeah well that makes sense
1: yeah number three i don't know number three this is where i'm gonna get caught up because there's a couple of things puppy chow number two okay uh because later on you do the puppy chow with the peppermint in it and i usually don't like peppermint mm.
2: anything uh, jenna does it doesn't she
1: yeah and but uh, she you know makes her? it
2: you know her i know her
1: I'm a big fan yeah, of hers. I know. I'm a Jenna. I'm a big fan of yours. Um, what do you got for number three, Justin? Well,
0: I mean, I think to fill in your list, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Reese's, but Reese's might be even like one or two. Your camera, for me. Justin. Oh, please. Hey,
1: video guy, <laughs> your road hat on. Um, I'm eating over here. I can't. I, I know Reese's. I can't Reese's be on camera. So, but it has to be Reese's, like in the shape of a bat or shape of like a jack o' lantern. The because they also have Reese's in the shape of like a bunny.
0: Yeah, but I mean, nothing says Are they Easter really more. in that shape though? They're not. It's it's more of like a blob. Hold
1: on, were you the one talking about the Reese's are only good in a cup form? No, that wasn't me. Somebody I, somebody was saying that, and I agreed with them. Mm. Reese's are only good in cup form. They're not good in Jack o' well, Lantern form.
2: I think we were having the discussion with other people. That um, was on I, our
1: Hot Takes episode.
2: Yeah, like there's which some I'll put in
1: a card up here.
2: There's something about um, the. The the chocolate to peanut butter balance, yeah. yeah too especially much like butter. a a mini peanut butter cup, yeah. like that is that's tops right yeah. there. I mean top. it's like a Reese's piece Yeah, it's fire. Yeah, no,
1: yeah. it's fire. <laughs> uh, the number the number one is going to be the um apple cinnamon no. donut. Okay, yeah, the apple or the apple cider donut. Okay, okay, yeah, that's um, the top of the food top. chain. And I don't like fruit. I think fruit is the worst. I think it's literally mm. of the devil but in the, when you get to that fall season before christmas so you before all the christmas cookies right. and all that you walk in and this maybe this harkens back to picking apples you yeah. walk into the Well, the yeah, I orchard. think people are
2: going to be upset you don't have apple pie in here.
1: But that's not a treat. <clears throat> it's a it's a it's a pie. Okay. Okay. It's, right. so, keep, going, keep going. Keep that's going. That's a ranking of pies. <laughs> That's a completely separate category. No, the game we're playing right now is I have one.
2: I have one. What? This will be number 3 then. Any like maple flavored Thing, so not mm. maple flavored candy, okay, because that's gross. But like maple frosting, so mm. like there's these cookies, um, like the soft house cookies. No, okay. So they they have them in Canada a lot, um, and this, this is where I actually I'm had them when I was Canada. in Canada. Well, but like it's in the shape of like a maple leaf. <laughs> oh, so quaint. like you know the the leaves falling on the ground or whatever. That's quaint. But it's like you know it's like this cookie, this cookie sandwich with like maple frosting in the middle. Mm, that sounds good. Fire. Fire.
1: That's fire, fire, bro. That's fire. Hot. Awesome. Uh, hey, we've wasted enough of your time talking about this stuff. We would love to know what your ranking of pre... Now, this is a niche category.
2: Just no kidding. Gosh. Pre, we'll just say pre-Christmas
1: treats. So pre-Christmas season treats. I want to know in the comments what your favorite are. Where does are. it
2: start, though? Because
1: like... Pre-Christmas season is like Thanksgiving and beyond. Like, because Christmas, there's a definite... Spooky there's a deline- season? <laughs> yes, exactly. Spooky season <laughs> treats. No, there's a definite delineation between the Christmas treats, which we all know and love, Technically, Puppy Chow could be, but there's candy corn in here. So that takes it out of the... Right. Okay? I would love to know those in the comments below, whatever camera I'm on. We're going to take a quick (laughs) break. We will be right back. Back. Thank you so much for joining us here at Bay Hope TV, whether you're watching us on YouTube or on Facebook, or whether you're listening to us on any one of our podcast providers. And if you're interested in getting connected more with Bay Hope Church, you can head over to bayhope.com at any point, or look us up on our socials at Bay Hope Church. We would love to get the chance to talk with you, meet with you, connect with you, and engage with you. And we're back. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that how I was supposed to come back? We're, all right, we're back. Uh, we took a quick break and we're back.
2: You know what's, what's funny? <laughs> is i don't know what played before this but like we did just legitimately take a quick break like we were That's recording not, this live stop stop you know? yeah like regis and kelly or whatever yeah. you know
1: yeah we we went and talked we to the did, studio we, yeah audience. quick commercial break yeah, we went outside the glass out won, back yeah and we warmed down a little bit <laughs> yeah they were holding our signs there's a couple cigarettes
2: anyway uh a cigarettes. <laughs>
1: gotta put my hands in the hand warmers um uh, so we for a while for a but number of weeks now we were in a series called is it okay for christians to dot 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 and we're actually going to step away from that series because we're tired of it um actually no because we came upon uh something else that we wanted to talk about today I think, no
2: i think we fulfilled every topic Christi- it's okay for possible. christians to do everything yeah uh-huh yeah we had nothing we have we, we explored every avenue possible is it
1: okay for a christian to throw candy corn across the room because i hate candy corn yeah cool Um, We wanted to, (laughs) candy corn looks like devil's teeth, which is what we're talking about today. Um, There is a, this is kind of inspired by a book by a dude uh, named John Mark Comer, which just came out very recently. Uh, The book is called Live No Lies, Uh, but the topic itself is something that has been going around for a while. And it's this idea of spiritual warfare. And now anytime I say spiritual warfare, I'm going to look at the YouTube graph and that's when people are going to click out right there. Yeah. Like they don't want to hear it. Right. But listen to the caveat. First. The caveat is there's spiritual warfare going on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did it. I figured it out. Um, no, we wanted to actually have a discussion. Um, less about answering a question and more about let's have a discussion about what spiritual warfare in the church looks like today, uh, and really <coughs> the things that are plaguing church culture, but also modern culture and how I think, and I think Mike is of the impression as well, that. The enemy is a little bit more insidious than we actually give him credit for. And yet, on the flip side of that, we over-spiritualize so many things right. Uh, things Right. that probably <clears throat> had nothing to do with the devil or God. Um, and so I wanted to talk about that first and foremost. Mike, you opened your Bible. I did. So why did you open your Bible to the book of Ephesians?
2: Uh, Ephesians. Well, I just, I wanted to go, I want to... Hold on, hold on, real quick. Did I explain the topic correctly? Take a journey back. I think we're just, we're having a discussion about spiritual warfare and does it even, does it exist? What does it look like if it does exist? Um, how should we view spiritual warfare? Yes. Um, and I think that, uh, Paul in the book of Ephesians talks about it like, uh, very clearly, mm-hmm. um, towards the end. And I, I equally appreciate and am glad this is in here and also like continue to have a problem with this passage <laughs> that I'm about to read. You should tell him. Um, we'll talk. We'll talk. Um, but he basically, in Ephesians 6.12, he just says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. I love that and I hate that. Like, altogether. Like, I just, I think that it's been used. Oh. Like, it's such an easy way. Let's cop out. Yeah, for people to form whatever their situation is into like, oh, this is spiritual warfare. So I have to do X, Y, and Z, you know, like they, Mm -hmm. they use it as a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. As a crutch. I mean, but like, it's even more scapegoat. Yeah. Scapegoat, like even more insidious, you know, like you're you're saying. Yeah. Um, So I, so I, I think that he's right, but I also think that we as believers and followers of Jesus for hundreds you know of years generations all that kind of stuff have like misused that hmm. um and have used it like and, and it's almost like gotten to the point to where like when you read it kind of like you were saying like oh i don't want to talk about this i'm yep. done i'm done i'm out of here um because it uh yeah it just it feels like an, a, a taboo thing to bring up especially in like postmodern. i was gonna say western I, like american 21st century yep, life there's
1: a generation right now that is unwilling so i there's a generation on right now unwilling to attribute bad to the devil and attribute good to God. Okay, it's more uh, the generation is that's what my heart told me to do. Right. Yeah. And it's a it's a very much a self directed, self guided. Yeah. Is it going to make me happy? Exactly. And that's, and that's how I find exactly and what and God we don't, wants for me. We don't need to get into topics of sexuality. I think that's a good podcast to go down. I think other people are doing that way better than you and I ever could because we are experience is very limited in all of that but i also think that we can talk a bit about why people believe certain things nowadays when they didn't 50 or 60 years ago mm-hmm. or even 100 years ago yeah. and you know people are automatically can point to well the proliferation of phones and social media and yes i agree yeah but how is it that things have slipped so quickly yeah into postmodern culture well i think and, and and what does that have to do with spiritual warfare?
2: I think that spiritual warfare is looked at as like archaic and barbaric. Yes. Um and so, you know, we have It's
1: the paintings on the Sistine Chapel.
2: Yeah. I think that, you know, and this is this is one tiny piece of a very complex uh idea. Um but like we as a culture and society appreciate the new. Mm. Um the young, the um you know, I mean, it's, you can see it in everything, even to like, you know, who is venerated within our culture right now. It's like young people, which is not like inherently a bad thing, but like, you know, you get to my age and like you're old and like you have aged out of like the ability to be relevant. Yeah. Be relevant by society. Um, when in reality, like I am just on the precipit or not the press. I am just on like the doorstep of being able to like gain some actual life wisdom, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I just, this idea that like we need things quick, we need things new. uh, We need things to be, you know, like, um, like this, uh, you know, the the thing with the iPhone too, you know, like people are upset. And even you mentioned it, people are upset that like the iPhone isn't like some groundbreaking thing, you know, the new one or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, like what else are they supposed to do kind of thing? Um, everyone is just sort of expecting this like breakthrough thing and that's what we're going to love. Um, so I think that that's part of the reason people view this as like this topic that like, nah, I think that's a bunch of crap or whatever on top of, you know, I think people wield it, um, irresponsibly. Well, there's an Mm. ego, egocentricity that
1: happens in every culture throughout the ages where we are the only culture that exists. I am the only thing that exists. But I want to bring it to the spiritual warfare thing because. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I'm not. This is my disclaimer. I'm not a Comerite. Like I, 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 think John Mark Comer's good. Um, I don't venerate him. Um, like others do. I think me. he's incredible. No, you, you're not. Like I mean, you like him. You, you, we're fans of him. But where I'm going with that is sometimes he really annoys me by his podcasting techniques, and he's just very interjecty and just I don't know. But I was listening to a podcast he did with this guy Rich Viotis uh, on the Live No Lies podcast, and they were talking about spiritual formation mm-hmm. and how if we're not being spiritually formed day in and day out, if we're not uh, well, rich, if, rich,
2: if we're not intentionally, intentionally forming our yes. spirit in the way to, in the, in the in way, the of, way Jesus. of good, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: we're intentionally being or we're going to be formed in the way of evil, yeah, and that's the spiritual warfare that happens because mm-hmm. the enemy. We we read all throughout Scripture, and Jesus even attests to the fact that the devil prowls, yeah, and he is the master of deception, yeah. And we, as a society nowadays, do two things. Number one, we denigrate who Jesus is. We think he is just a teacher, and or just some guy that wore sandals, just a and walked healer, around. or yeah, just, a just a folk tale just or just this. a myth. Don't, we don't we don't or, attribute yeah. the actual intelligence to him that as the creator of the cosmos, yeah. And number two, we actually denigrate the devil and what i mean by that is we don't we don't actually look at the power of the enemy mm-hmm. we don't look at the deceptive nature of not consciously following jesus and realizing that that's consciously following the ways of the earth which right. is the prince of this world is yeah. jesus jesus calls them that's fate, the devil
2: well and i think too man because in the book that you're talking about um he does such a good job at i mean the first third of the book is all, talking all about the devil yes um, and again, it's like such. I haven't read a book or a section of a book about the devil. I think probably ever, ever, yeah, because like no one wants to do this, right. you know. Uh, and you know, a lot of what he said, like the language of the devil is deception, yes, is lies, hundred percent. And so, like, to tell the truth is to speak the language of God. Hmm. To tell lies is to speak the language of the devil. Yes. Um, and. The truth can be a hundred percent, or it has to be a hundred percent for it to be the truth. But lies can be ninety-nine percent truth and one percent deception. Yep. Um, I think he used
1: the thing of like ninety-five percent truth, five percent lies, yeah, and the lies will ultimately win out.
2: Yeah, and like that, it's because it's the the little yeast yes. goes a long way. Yes, you know, and that's
1: how cults are formed. That's mm-hmm. how everything is formed. You take a little bit of yeah, you little find bit a foothold, yeah, a yeah. mm-hmm. little bit of mistruth in a hundred or ninety-five percent truth. And boom, things are Well, and I
2: I think that it's interesting, you know, we, because there's a a big section on there too about disinformation and misinformation and how it feels like we as a society are being so overrun with information. Mm. Like we're on information overload right now that like we are our minds sociologically, um, even physiologically, like we can't handle the amount of information that we are, that is being like input into us. Yep. Um, and so it's spinning a lot of us into like this, into chaos, basically, Mm. um, to where like simple truths now, like don't make a whole lot of sense, Mm. uh, which is, which is odd. Um, and, and I, it's, I was watching a video and this is, I'm not trying to make this politically charged at all because what I'm about to say has like a politically charged element to it. Um, but like I was watching a video on Common Core um, and the how we are teaching our children now, um, I'm not saying it's good or bad, but like from what we learned as kids to now what I see Caleb trying to, I mean, I had to sit with him and do his math the other night. It's weird. And I was like...
1: Buddy, I don't know why you're grouping things.
2: I Well, and like some of it I get and then we got to a thing. It's just like, this doesn't make sense. Yep. And, uh, and so I texted Kristen and I was like, Babe, I don't know. And she laughed at me and I was like, you try to do it. And she's like, oh yeah, this doesn't make sense. Yep, I and know. I was like, okay, cool. So, you know, but like, it's this idea. Like, I feel like we as a culture have normalized um, this, like it's good if it completely undoes everything that like we um, are, have, have grown up with or okay with like this love of deconstruction and- upheaval. Yeah. You know, which I don't think is is inherently wrong I think we need to deconstruct the bad things you know like let's throw out the bad things Hold
1: on two times two equals four is not bad though
2: right it's not <laughs> it's not it just is yeah um but is it no it is <laughs> like i've Concord. core no i hear you but is it um <laughs> I hate that. but like that's what i mean you know like i i think there's just this love to we like why can't we be okay with just these like long-standing truths yep. that we have um and we can examine them and hold them in tension with other things, but like it doesn't mean we need to rip them apart to where like now on top of like having to deal with all of this information overload, now we even have to deal in with like our most basic truths that we think are right are not right anymore.
1: Well, let me pose this then. Because and again, I'm not trying to be political no, no, no. about I, this. and I'm not. I'm going to take it away from politics yeah. real quick, and I'm going to take it back into the church because the last great quote-unquote revival happened in what the '60s. Kind sure. of the, the Jesus, Jesus movement, yeah, the Jesus yeah. movement. And then you know, some would say like '80s and '90s was kind of another revival. I disagree. It was a different kind of revival. It was a mega church revival. Yeah. Uh, but you look at the '60s and '70s, and then you look at the generations that came after that, especially in the church. And the generations that came after the '60s, and '70s are the ones that are our parents, basically. Yeah. And the idea that there were these longstanding truths that got upended by the hippie generation because there were. It yeah. was like, you're at church on Sunday, this, that, sure. and the other, and then Vietnam War happened. Yeah. And then the Western culture really exploded right around then. Right. And it had been already ex- kind of exploding <laughs> after World War II, but it got reformed and then exploded again. Cool. So now all of that has already gone up in smoke. And so we in the church back in the 60s and 70s are going, okay, how do we how do we minister to these people? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're just going to be a little more loose and free with our rule. Yeah. Right? So the pendulum swung one way. Right. And then back in the 80s and 90s, the pendulum swings a whole other way, and you have sort of this post-Calvinist, uh, really reformed mantra being taken up, and those churches growing in size.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, like the late 90s. Yeah, yeah. Late, okay. Mm-hmm. So, that, but we're
1: back. But that's sure. the generation yeah. of the kids of the Jesus, uh, the Jesus movement, sure. right? And so now, 20 years on, we're swinging back the other way. Yeah. And in the midst of all of those pendulum swings, the enemy is just rubbing his hands. Because he sees it, and I, and, I, and I don't mean to be conspiratorial or anything, or, or uh, cataclysmic, yeah. but there's a spiral that happens, and yeah. that, that spiral gets you get lower and lower and lower down that spiral, mm-hmm. and so that it burns quicker and quicker and quicker, and we're circling the drain again, We're yeah. circling the drain, and we can't take long-standing truths because those truths are three generations ago; yeah. they were already thrown out of the church, right? And so, what do we? I mean, I I can look at the the the, the truths of the fifties and the forties, and I can look at those morals. I can look at the kind of hard work ethic that was brought into the church. But then that also led to, well, I have to work for my own faith. Right. And then you got to the sixties, and the churches went, you don't have to work for your own faith. And then you got to the eighties, and it's like, no, no, you do have to work for your own faith. The eighties and the nineties, and now we're we're kind of just back right. and forth, back and forth, and back. And again, the enemy just goes,
2: I'm winning. Well, I think it's such a that's sm- a because I I think that you're right in like broad you know broad terms. But like I also... Sure, that's a macro view. Yeah, yeah. But like I also think, you know, part of the issue is like a lot of some of that change came about for good reasons, you know? It's um, always
1: for good reasons.
2: <clears throat> yeah, but... It's, it's altruistic. Yeah. And then, you know, like there's there's just elements of whether it's co-opted by politics or whether it's co-opted by like... Uh, money? money oh yeah, money, greed. That's a good one. Um, or like uh, sketchy theology. Um, like there's just... There always seems to be... And and maybe it's just because we're broken people. Um, but you know, like the, the enemy tends to slide in, in Mm. like the most, in the darkest corners Mm. and then, um, and that's where it grows. You know, I think getting back to like the, the more overtly like spiritual warfare, warfare type thing. I think one of the reasons people have like a lot of problems with it is I think that people think Jesus is a pacifist, which I would agree with. Um, and so like, I have, I, I have a lot of aversion to violence in the Bible. Um and violence in general, you know. Uh so here's what I'm saying. I just I think that like to follow Jesus means you can't be confrontational. Um
1: uh, you're uh, you're talking physical pacifism.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because he's not
1: he's very confrontational.
2: Right. But uh, like but like I think that it like seeps into a lot of how we view spiritual warfare. And there's a
1: guilt, there's a guilt involved in that too.
2: Yeah, and like I just I think that it tends to color maybe outside the lines a little too much. Hmm. Um, you know, like this, this Jesus is, cause I'm not here. It's like, Jesus is a strong man. You know, like that's not, I don't like that. Um, which I think it's, it's true or whatever, but you know, like, I think it gets misused or, yeah. um, but I don't know. I mean, what do you think about that?
1: Well, hold on. I want to ask Justin real quick. So Justin, you grew up in the church. Yeah. What was your <laughs> view? What was the view of the devil growing up in church? outside of red horns and cape and you know, all that I'm, be, I'm being serious like, that's a no, cultural appropriation. No, for real
0: um yeah to be honest i mean as far as because like with sunday school and stuff like that i don't really remember a whole lot about like them talking about the devil yep. too much you yep. know um there there wasn't really a whole lot of that it was mostly um you know focused on um just like kind of like Instilling in us how much Jesus loves us, Uh um, but staying away of more of the devil. And then there is when I got into like middle school and stuff like that, I was out of the church for um, for a few years before Mm -hmm. I got back into it in high school. So it wasn't really until like high school or like towards the end of high school that um, I really started even hearing a little bit more about that.
1: Mm. So the reason I was asking that is because we had the same the same thing growing up. And there's now a perpetuation of evil, of the view of evil. And, I, and the, the reason I say this is that there's a television show on Netflix called Lucifer. Yeah. And Jenna's been watching it because she loves crime shows. She has, hates the devil, obviously. But the guy's name is Lucifer Morningstar. And I, and she, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. She goes, what do you mean? I said, well, yeah, morning star. Morningstar, like the Star that Fell, Babylon, all that stuff. And I was like, oh, that's kind of clever the spiritual warfare we're under now is much more clever than it Mm -hmm. used to be. Yeah. uh, Than that. Then that's why I was asking about the church because Mm -hmm. we were never trained in this. Right. The the devil, the enemy that we're fighting against, which is a real enemy, is Jesus was naming and claiming Mm -hmm. that enemy. But we were trained as like, oh, that's the guy that, um, like on the New Jersey devil's uniform. Right. Which that's not even the right devil. Yeah. And uh, Lucifer is uh, an angel type thing. Like, okay, we need to be talking about this a little yeah. bit more. There needs to be a bit more consternation in our approach, a word for you, uh, in our approach when it comes to training people to fight against evil yeah, uh, and to push back against it. And I think it's it's a fascinating topic when you look at how our church needs to respond to things that happen in culture. And not just our church, I'm talking capital C, like the big church. Because do you name, like, do you call that out? Because there are mistruths and things, but then the second you do that, you have to start unraveling like a big, (coughs) it's the, it's a rope that's been tied up and you got to start unraveling this thread. Like, well, maybe we have to talk about this truth, but to do that, I got to talk about this truth, talk about this. I got to, and then, and then it's just like, I, (coughs) yeah. or do I just deal with what's in front of me right Right. now? It's hard to be. And that people make their own decisions. Well,
2: I think in general, nowadays, it's hard to be subtle and nuanced with anything. No. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, you can be sarcastic,
2: right? Yeah. You can be sarcastic and you can light people up in a one minute video on TikTok, uh-huh. um, make it a dance, but you can't sit and talk about that kind of stuff. Right. Um, <coughs> which again, I think is part of like... Got a little puppy chow in there. I do. Yeah. Throw- <coughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: That's great. Great content.
2: Uh, <laughs> Well, shoot. I was going to say something. I'm about sorry. That.
1: I derailed you. Capital Um, C Church, Capital C Church. Well, TikTok dancing, dancing, (laughs) dancing is outlawed. We're the town from
2: Footloose. Well, I think that the devil tries to work in such a small, like we as 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 a culture, as a society. uh, Me, I do not like waiting long for things. No, you know, I like. I want it now. I want. I don't want two-day shipping. I want one-day shipping. Like and or same day. Oh my gosh. I
1: I have found myself because they do the five to ten PM or the uh overnight. Yeah. I will gravitate towards something that's cheaper that I don't want Mm -hmm. to get the five now than getting it in two days, the thing that I do want.
2: (laughs) So what's really I'm stupid. What's really funny (laughs) is and you know, like we're we're what's doom scrolling, you know, like on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, wasting time and time and time and time, whatever. The devil is very patient. And doesn't Ooh. and doesn't want to take you, um, or the dark this dark force, whatever you know, like this opposite working force doesn't want, uh, like wants to just take you step by step. Doesn't want to just like push you off a cliff real fast. It's this slow, oh, it's slow progression, distracted That's the spiral. Yeah, this just movement, just further, to, almost imperceptible in the moment that it's even happening. Mm. And I there's so much, uh that is fighting for our attention in our culture, um, that like the enemy is, is very aware of. Um, and yeah, I think that, you know, like we are to to sort of get back to the original, original thing when you're talking about spiritual formation, like our spirits are being formed, um, by something. And just like when we talk about worship, like we are worshiping something, it's not a question of if we worship or when we worship it's, it's, it's a question of we are worshiping. What is it? What? Yeah um it's not something we turn on and off so same with our spiritual formation like it's not a oh when i get to it i'm gonna get to it it's like no that's not how this works mm-hmm. like you are a holistic being that is walking through life being formed by something mm-hmm. you are being pulled in a direction um and you know like we need to be able to discern um which is really what the spiritual warfare actually looks like yeah. it's being able to discern what that looks like
1: we have to shut the- off real quick uh, I, I hate to do I want to continue this discussion if that's okay um, because sure. I think next episode maybe we're just going to do three parts live no lies which I think would be cool because okay. we're talking about the devil right yeah. now want to talk about the flesh kay. kind of the bodily, the embodiment of everything Yeah. Um, if you're cool with that
2: I'm almost done with the book so I feel great about it oh, oh I'm
1: only on section two yeah. so I just started section two I will say he talks about in section one how do you be spiritually formed and like I've read all the Dallas like, I'm yeah. a student of spiritual right. formation but he did one, he said one thing I've never done or never heard before, and I'm trying it now. Anytime you have a repeating thought, a recurring thought, not to necessarily everyone's like, Oh, take captive of your thoughts. Like, what yeah. the heck does that mean? Right. Write it down and then fill it with scripture verses underneath yeah. it and soak that. And uh-huh. so I've been I got my my little uh, leather bound journal in there yeah. and I've had like four or five of those that I'm just written down and like, all right, I'm gonna go find scripture for yeah. this. Like this is my, gonna be my quiet time tomorrow. I'm gonna find scripture for this and it's just one line. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not taking passages. That's really cool. Yeah. That's a really cool that's how way you, of doing it. That's
2: how you battle Yeah, that, that yeah. spiritual warfare yeah. is like is engaging with these dark things yep. and fighting them with light.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, we have time for your quick hot take if you would like to transition into that. Or I, is do. This...
2: I do. I um, do. Are you, are can... you sure? You yeah. Seem... <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. I got
1: it. I got it. I got it. Do we need a massage here? <laughs> no, no. I got it. I got it. <laughs> okay. I got it. Here you go. Ready? Right here. Hold on. Oh. Hot takes provided to you by...
2: Puppy chow. Puppy chow. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> Thanks, Caroline. All right. Ready? Here we go. Flan is not a dessert. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why not, though? Okay, why not? I, I don't care what you put on it. You it's can an put, omelet. You can put syrup on it. It's a sweet like, omelet. You can do whatever you want. It's you can sweet. Put frosting it's on a it. sweet omelet. Yeah. No.
1: If it's sweet, it's a crepe. If it's sweet, it's, it's a, a dessert.
2: It's a Latino crepe. That's what it is. Flan, crepes are desserts. Is not a dessert. So, just Okay. That's it. That's I my hot take. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Mm, I agree.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Nah, <laughs> nah. Justin has a problem <laughs> with that. Uh, do you want mine or do you want to wait? Okay. We got time. Okay. Uh, I don't. I have to go pick Carter up in okay. 2 minutes. Okay. Well, um, you, you
2: can do a quick, Mom, okay. quick here, quick hot take.
1: quick hot take, ready? And then we're going to get out of here. Yeah. The only thing that belongs on nachos. <laughs> Outside I of the already don't cheese, like this. sour cream, bacon bits, and jalapenos. It's chicken. Stop putting all of your nonsense on there. <laughs> don't put lamb on there. Okay. You I'm don't put pulled pork on uh, I, What?
2: Pulp, no, pulled pork nachos. Have to, mm. It's a time and place thing. Don't, pulled pork nachos don't put are steak amazing. up on there.
1: Mm. Don't put fish on there. These is, do not this This is fish a weird hot take. Right. Uh d- ground d- d- beef. I, we were at a restaurant. Ooh, a local, ground beef's bad. I don't like A beef. local restaurant that had fish nachos and I was Uh, (laughs) Fachos and I am about Fachos all over the ground (laughs) when I I read the description
2: hey Fachos
1: on that note uh, take your fish Take it off your nachos. Nacho,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to get sued. That's copyrighted material. <laughs> Nacho is not. No, you're right. It close, sounds close to the other one, though. <laughs> uh, on that, we're going to uh, see you guys next time. Thanks so much for joining us. Go watch Nacho Libre. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. Bye. Goodbye! Goodbye, everybody.